Hi, friend. We are one month into 2023. Can you believe that? Like, where did it go? Time just flies by. So, have you made New Year's resolutions? Have you kept them? What? I don't really make resolutions, but there is something I wanted to start this year, and I've stuck with it so far. I'm proud, but it's fun, and it's exciting, and I'm going to talk about it right now. So, let's throw in introduction, and I will be right back. I'm Christina, and welcome to my closet. With three kids, two dogs, and a husband, this is the only place that I can find that's quiet enough to think most days. Super quick background history, I grew up in church every Sunday, but just because you're in church does not mean you know Jesus. My whole life, I've been hyper, loud, and talkative, and most people would probably think that I was confident and secure, false. I was insecure, paranoid, full of fear, doubt, rejection, shame, guilt. And I thought that God was constantly mad at me for my crazy mind. I had no idea of His grace, mercy, and unconditional love. And I thought that His love had to be earned. And that every mistake I made, He was so disappointed in me. I mean, how could He love and forgive someone like me after all I've done to Him? And believe me, it's a lot. But praise God, we have good news. And we're going to talk about that right here on Closet Confessions with Christina. Okay, so if you are on any of my social media, um, TikTok or Facebook, then you've probably seen, maybe, possibly, that I've been doing these like Bible recaps where in my own words, I go over what, sorry, I burped, that's water, sorry, I could edit that, but you know what, no, we're just gonna keep it, okay, so anyways, I've been going over like what I read and it's been exciting and fun because I've never read through the Bible. I've always looked at the Bible as scary or totally confusing, but honestly, it's a storybook. It is a book, and like, there are some exciting things happening. I caught myself this morning like, oh, I want to keep going because I want to see what happens, Um, and I can keep going. I just try to not go too far ahead before I do my little recaps because I'll be done forgot. So these recaps that I've been doing are like two minutes or less. They're in my own my own thoughts, my own words, and I've been uploading them um, on social media. And people seem to really enjoy them. And my prayer is that it, that it um, inspires others to dive into the Bible. Because I've always been one that's just like flummed through it, flummed, flipped through it and like jumped from verse to verse, you know. And I also look at the Bible as something like, what can I get out of it? Like, what is this verse saying to me? Instead of like, okay, what does this say about God? <laughs> I mean, hello, he is the one it's about. He is the creator. And I've always um, just uh, d- depended on devotionals or sermons, really for my Bible study. Honestly, I'm just being honest with you. And I'm just grateful the Holy Spirit like prompted me to do this. It's only him. I mean, it's not me that I'm not like trying to pat myself on the back. Like, look at me. I'm reading through the Bible, which hello, I'm still in Genesis. I mean, (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with you. I probably should be on day like what? 36. I think I'm on day like 24. And that's fine. I have decided that I am not going to look at this as a race or a timeline and I probably will not get through in a year. Um, But that's okay. I'm just going to keep going. I'm not going to let myself feel like, oh, I'm so far behind. I might as well stop. I think that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to feel like, well, you've already failed. How is it failing? 
how is that felt anytime we are in the word of God or wanting to learn more about him, want to draw closer to him. That is not a fail. Okay. That is not a fail. So I thought that maybe I would do this podcast kind of explaining what I've seen, what I've done, what's helped me so that others that maybe want to go um, through the Bible will, you know, no, it's not so overwhelming. It's really not. I always thought it was. I was always scared to even try, but that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get you a plan and that helps. I'm going to tell you that helps. This quote the other day by Charles Sturgeon, Spurgeon, sorry. I love reading his stuff. He's so wise. It says, nobody ever outgrows scripture. The book widens and deepens with our years. Now, how true is that? Because of it being a living word, it's it speaks differently maybe each time you read it, you know? And so um, we never outgrow it. We never don't have a need for it. We never know it all, ever. It will always speak different things to us at different times. And I know you've noticed that, like, you'll feel like, oh, that preacher's talking to exactly me with that verse, but it's it's because it's alive and living. Um, and Proverbs 35 says, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in, refuge in him. So he, you know, that's what the Bible is, our, like our, our owner's manual, our shield. It, it shows us God's character. It deepens our faith. It... It's how God speaks. Like the other day, um, I was sitting in some quiet time. I like to do my Bible reading at night. I'm going to tell you about that. But I was sitting in my quiet time, and I just felt like God laid on my heart to turn to two different books in the Bible, and they're both very short. I've never read them. Like, and they're in the New Testament. I think I was always like, well, I've read the New Testament. I have not read the whole New Testament. You know, I've read like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Like over and over again. And Rome, whatever was my favorite, you know, whatever made me feel good about myself. I, that's what I read, honestly. Um, but he got, he told me to turn two different books. They were extremely short. And I know, I know he was speaking to me. And I 100% believe that he spoke to me because I've been in his word. Like God speaks all the time. You know, God speaks through other people. He speaks through um, circumstances. He speaks through things. But the number one way he speaks is through his word. And when we read that word, I believe he speaks louder. I really do because I don't know why I turned on these two books. They were exactly, I mean, I was very convicted when I read them. I'm not going to tell you what they are because they were, you know, a conversation between me and God. But I fully know, like, when he had me turn and read both them, I was like, Ooh, ooh, okay, God, okay. And it was like something in my mind told me, you're hearing from him clearly because you're reading his word. That's why you heard for to turn to this. Does that make any sense at all? Like people, you know, I know me. I know I've said before, I don't hear God speak. Well, was I in his word? No, no. That's the number one way he speaks to us is through his word. That's why he left it for us. That's why we need to be in it. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Profitable. Okay, so what's profitable mean? It means it's going to um, give something big, right? Like if my business is profitable, then it's growing, right? It's um, it's worth something. So all scripture is profitable. It's worth something. And it's, it's 
profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Everything that God wants us to become like Jesus is we need doctrine, we need reproof, we need correction, we need instruction in righteousness. Now, Jesus didn't need that. We do. But we are becoming like him. And how do we become like him? We get in God's word. We get in God's word. And I mean, please don't take any like that I'm throwing any condemnation or conviction or anything on you because I've never been in the word. I've never wanted to be in the word. Honestly, I haven't. But the more I'm in it, the more I crave it. Isn't that true, though? Like the more you eat sugar, the more you crave it. The more you eat healthy, the more you crave it, the more water you drink, the more you crave it. So if we're not in it at all, how can we expect to crave it? And we can sit here and say all the time, like, I really want to be close to God, but we're not doing the things that we're, we need to do to be close to him. And I believe the number one thing we need to be doing is being his word. I mean, I just, you know, devotionals, other people's sermons, this podcast, my Bible recaps, other people's Bible recaps, that does not replace being in the Word. That no, It doesn't even come close because the Holy Spirit is the teacher. So I can tell you one thing and be completely wrong. And the Holy Spirit correct me in your heart because He is the number one teacher. Not me, not other people on YouTube, not other um other articles now I will say I, I use them but I'll, I'll talk about that in just a minute but that's not that's not where we need to be more than the word and listen I mean I am guilty I am definitely on social media more than I'm in the word I'm definitely watching Netflix more and I'm just I'm constantly like okay God you know like when I hear him nudge like get off get in the word I mean it's a it become it has you know we could beat ourselves up all day and be like oh I spent all day and forgot to get in his word but the truth is the more we do it the, the more the habit will become you know I don't need to beat myself up that like you know if I'm in his word I'm going to hear from him to come on let's spend some more time together like you don't have to be on Facebook all day long does that make any sense at all I hope it makes sense <laughs> So I'm going to tell you kind of some tips, tricks, whatever plan um, this helped me. Maybe it'll help you because I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I want you to be excited and want to be in his word. Um, so the first thing I did was, of course, I have a Bible that I understand to a point. Now, I I have a lot of, I have a lot of Bibles right now. The one I'm in right now is my favorite. I used to... Um, have a different one that I loved, but it had a lot of teaching notes in it. And I think sometimes them teaching notes can sway how we think. And I do think commentary can help. I think teaching notes can help, but I didn't want to be swayed in. I didn't want to read somebody else's opinion. I wanted to hear the Holy Spirit. I wanted to just read the Bible for the Bible and hear from the Holy Spirit. So I got me a new Bible and it had... um margins in the side where I could write notes where you know I could journal now I also well we'll talk about that in a minute I have a journal but I just wanted that so I got a new Bible you want to make sure you have a Bible that you understand and if you love your Bible then don't go out and get a new Bible but if you feel like that you need one then jump on Amazon and get one so that you can you know understand what you're reading the Holy Spirit's going to help you understand it also but but you know what I mean right okay so First thing, I had a Bible, and then I got a Bible plan. Now, um, 
if if when I would try to read through the Bible before, because I tried this like last year sometime, and it just got overwhelming because I didn't have a plan. Okay, I was like, I'm going to read one chapter a day, um, or you know, and then maybe I wouldn't read a few chapters. So then I thought I had to read 20 chapters to catch up, and it was just more along the lines of like, you know, a check mark list. I think I don't know. So a plan has helped me. And what I mean by a Bible plan is it tells me exactly what to read each day. And that's what I do. I read that each day. And I think that a plan is good because it almost is like a light in the tunnel. You know, like if you're on, if you're reading Genesis 13 through 15, then you know, okay, I'm going to read Genesis 13 through 15. You don't sit down and think, okay, I, am I going to read Genesis 13 through 20? Maybe I should read the rest of Genesis. Maybe I should read all, maybe I should just read one chapter. You know, go buy a plan. And there are plans that you can print out all over the Bible. There's plans. Now I'm doing it in chronological order. Is that what it's called? Where, how theologians think the Bible was like I was in Genesis and it jumped forward to Job, and then it went back to Genesis. And listen, I'm learning things that I did not know by this plan. I'm going to tell you what plan I'm using. But like, I didn't know that Noah was like 1,500 years after Adam and Eve. I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, but I didn't know that. And I was like, oh gosh, that's a long time. So little things like that is the things that like I'll write my Bible margin or in my journal that I'm going to tell you about. Um, but get a Bible plan. Find an, you, There's apps. Like you can download all kind of apps um, to have a Bible plan. The one that I use is called YouVersion, Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And I'm doing the one-year um, Bible recap plan. That's, that's the one that I'm doing. But if I didn't have an app or if I was more like paper, then I would go on Google and I would type out Bible plan, Bible reading plan. And there's probably going to come up like, chronological order or straight through the Bible or maybe Jesus's life first. I don't, I just think that it helps to have a plan that you can check off. Like if you see that on paper or on your app, to me, it's easier. My app checks off when I've read through that. I can check it off or I can listen to it, which I do. And I'm going to tell you about that. And it checks it off for me. So I know where I'm at. So I believe the Bible plan helps us not to feel overwhelmed and like I said you can print it out or you can have it on an app um the app that I like I sold I just told you the the app that I use so I'm doing the one year bible plan now like I said I'm days behind I'm like eight or nine days behind but that's okay um I personally the U version reads the exact same way as my NIV version reads so I read along while he speaks it to me that helps me that is the best way for me to understand it um, because sometimes I can read and not tell you one word I read in that sentence because my mind could be somewhere else so when I'm listening to it and I'm looking at it it just helps me it just it helps me so much so that's what I do I have my I have the app I click on it I go to my plan and um like I press play Right, you know, I click on the vert or the chapter, like let's say Genesis 19, it pops up for that. I could read off of my phone, but I press play and let him read it to me, and then I have my Bible out and I'm reading along with it. I also have some highlighters, I got highlighters from Amazon that do not leak through your Bible pages. I don't have a color code, I know a lot of people have a color code. I can't, I can't get that detailed. I'll be, I'll be confusing myself now. I, I cannot get that detailed. Basically, I just 
highlight whatever sticks out to me. I think I just burped again. I've got to stop drinking water. I'm so sorry. How embarrassing. Um, I just, whatever sticks out to me, I'll highlight and then write whatever pops my mind on the margins with that highlight, with that, you know, like next to it. You know what I mean? I don't really have a color coordinates thing that I do with the highlighters, but I like the highlighter. Um, so in my Bible time, like I said, I pull up my plan. I click on whatever chapter. It reads it. Now in the plan that I'm using, let's say it's Genesis 19 through 23. It'll keep going and it'll check off that you've read that because you've been listening to it. And so then that day is done. Like, I don't even have to go back and check it. But if I wasn't listening to it and just reading my Bible, I could still go in and click on it and it'll check it so that I know I've done that. That, for me, is the best way. because And just like if you print it on paper, just check it off. Um, that, for me, is the best way. That helps keep me focused and not feel, like, overwhelmed or anything like that. Um, so, I, let's see. What else? What else? So I got my Bible, my plan, my highlighters. I also have a 99-cent notebook from the dollar store um, and a pen that I write things in there. Like, I use that journal for, I mean, I could write stuff that I that God showed me in the Bible. Like, whenever um, I was just overwhelmed with, like, how many times he forgave these people up and, like, Adam and Eve. And, like, you know, I've messed up before and I'm like, okay, God, don't, God's mad at me and he, you know, I've messed up too big. Well, Adam and Eve walked with him. They, he, they walked with God, like, in the garden, and they messed up, and he still covered them. So, like, I write stuff like that in my journal, like, probably just like I'm telling you, like, I, you know, and it's for nobody's eyes. I don't even know if I could go back and read it, because sometimes I write really sloppy. I try to write neat, but sometimes I'm just, like, jotting down. But, you know, it's like therapy. It kind of gets it out. So, you know, I would have a journal near me, even though my Bible is, it has the margins, that is something that I want to be able to read. So that's neater and it's more like, and it's little margins. So it ain't like I can really write my 99 cent notebook. I can like go to town and, and write whatever I wrote about whenever he told me the two books to read the other day and that I was grateful that I heard him um, when he spoke to me. You know, just that's what I would keep my 99 cent. I have so many 99 cent notebooks. I mean, so many that one day I probably should burn them, I guess, because Ain't no telling what people would think if they would. Have you, do you have a, like a friend's chat, like a text friend's chat? And you think if anybody ever got into this group text, they would be like, what? Yeah, that's how my journals are. So I <laughs> uh, go, like I said, I, um, so the first thing that we want to do, and honestly, I forget to do this all the time. I do is pray before I start and ask Holy Spirit reveal to me speak to me help me to see your character and not make it about me help me make it about you you know we should pray and submit but um even when i forget that you know jesus knows my heart and he you know holy spirit knows why we're in the word we're not doing it to say we did it we're not doing it for like a checklist we're doing it because we want to know god so even if you forget to pray before you start, it's all right. But I do want to incorporate that in more because um, I just believe anytime we, of course, like specifically pray to God, we're honoring him and we're submitting ourselves to him. Um, so reading 
the word like I said okay so I read the chapters by the plan or the app and it, the app I'm just going through my notes here um also I can pause my app so that if there's something that stood out to me and I want to look it up on Google now like I said I try not to overthink it and I try not to look for hidden meanings you know that there might be because I was doing that like I was like okay Noah what did the dove that did not come back represent okay so the raven represented the enemy he he went through and then he he still came back and took us and the second time he did and then what does the dove mean you know we I, I i don't i don't let myself do that anymore i don't overthink it and look for the hidden meaning i read it as a book with his character um showing me his character is just i mean i read a book last night it was so good it was a romance christian book um this woman who had swore off love and it was it was really good I'll, I'll post it on my facebook and all but my friend lisa wrote it and it was a really good book but i didn't look for hidden means in that you know what i'm saying like i didn't look for like oh why is she wearing that black sweater what does that mean like i would for in the bible and i think that's because we have our whole life we have heard sermons to where they make us the main character they make me the main character you know what i mean like you are david you are slaying goliath no i'm not david i'm not david i'm christina and the world does not revolve around me it revolves around jesus so therefore i don't need to make every little thing pertain to me it is a book it is a story and i want to read it and see god's character in it he is the main character he is the hero he is what it's about not me he uses it to speak to me. He uses it to give me comfort, but it's not about me. He loves me. He loves you. He sent his son to die for you, but I'm not, and you're not what the universe revolves around. We revolve around God. Does that make sense? So I try not to like overthink things, but if there is something that like confuses me, I will stop and look on Google. Like I looked up, um, you know, I was thinking, does Rachel have, did she have any more kids? And so I looked that up. Just little things like that that maybe pop in my mind to keep, I don't know. So I do use my phone and Google, but I don't only go by other people's articles or YouTube. But I will use YouTube also after I've read to, there's like, there's all kind of Bible recaps. The one that I'm doing, Tara Lee, what's her name? Hold on. Let me find it. Or let me go to my app. Um... Terry Cobble. Is that her name? Let me see. Terry, what's where's your name? I think it's Terry Cobble. I'm pretty sure. Um I'm using her plan, the Bible recap. And she also does a recap. She does a podcast and a YouTube video. And them are great. Them are great. She recaps after but don't skip the reading. Even if it's genealogy. Turn it on, press play, listen to it in your car. If if you don't, you know, I used to skip all that. And I've been tempted to skip it. Let me tell you, Job was a long, a long book. But I knew that I needed to listen and and I just needed to be involved. Because who, who knows what he might use to speak. I mean, one sentence that doesn't mean anything to anybody else might just be like, oh my gosh, God, wow, okay, thank you. And we also know the Bible being a living word that the next time you read it, like, let's say I go through the Bible in a year and a half and then I start again. I'm like, let me do it again. He might have something completely different jump out at me because it is living 
And even though the Bible doesn't change and God doesn't change, we change. And so different things will stick out. Now, I've already mentioned this, but me personally, what I believe happens whenever we read the Bible, we are honoring God. When we are reading it to get to know him, we are honoring him. Now, when we are reading it just to, now, please don't misunderstand me. He does want us to have comfort in his word. He does want us to see that he is our strong tower. He is our safe place. But I don't need to be reading it like I'm doing something for him. Oh, I read the Bible today, God. I went to church today. I gave my tithe today. Like, no. Like, and I know I've done that. I know I've done that. But I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to do that. I want to honor him because it is about him right? It's all about him. So when we read his word to get to know him, it's honoring him. I mean, if I'm around a new person just to get to know them, doesn't that make them feel some sort of way? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need nothing from them. Like, listen, 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 Linda. (laughs) One of my pet peeves is when people message me on social media with ulterior motives. That burns me up. And because I have been in businesses before, um, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. And some people come right out and ask. They don't have ulterior motive. They're like, do you want to look at this business? You know, they don't have ulterior motive. But the ones that try to suck up or like flatter me, and, and and they don't just come out and say it, but I know what they're doing or they're dropping hints. Like, and we did, and they're like dropping hints, like trying to make me like be jealous or something. And maybe this is my own judgmental mind, but that I don't like it. It's a pet peeve of mine and I can see through it. And it's something that I tell God, like, don't let me get aggravated. That's there. That's them. And that's okay. That is them. So think about that. If I was just going to the Bible for arterial motive, like to make, to get something from God. Okay, to make me feel better, not to learn about him. I mean, isn't that kind of like, doesn't it honor him more when I just love him? I just want to get to know him. Like when I have a friend that just wants to get to know me. Okay, that that's honoring. You know, they don't want anything from me. They're not asking me for money. They're not asking me to join their business. I cannot tell you how many messages I get playing on my heartstrings of I saw your video. I know you love God. I need money. And these are people I do not know. And I, you know, I let God lead. If he leads that, that I need to um, help, I do. If he, you know, if it's, if he tell, it's a sticky subject and I don't want to even really get into it because it's just, um, I don't, I do not want to sound like that I would, that I wouldn't help people, but I can't tell you how many messages I get a week asking. Um, And it's, and, 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 and I have helped a lot and it's never one time, you know, and it's a lot that I don't know. And I'm like, what are you going to do next month? That's what I'm thinking. But where God leads, Ugh, maybe I should lead all this. Anyways, the ulterior motive thing. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. So if I was just going to God to get something or just like, look what I did. I read the Bible for you. I went to church for you. Like, no, like, you know, so I'm probably blabbering, and I ain't even had no sugar. I'm just hopped up. I don't even know. So what happens when we read the Bible? We honor God. We get to know Him. He speaks to us. We grow. We grow. 
I used to be one that never read the Bible, but read so many Christian self-help books. Like, I call them self-help books because they weren't like novels, but they were, you know, how to hear from God, how to speak to God, how to pray, how to stop worrying, how to stop having anxiety, but never went to his word. And he's the author of that. Okay. Do you know how much money I've spent on books by authors? Like when my little girl was little, I read so many Joyce Meyer books. She thought Joyce Meyer was God, like because of her picture being on the back of the book. And she, um, I had a calendar up and she said something about God. And I said, what do you, what do you mean? She thought, well, there's God. And she pointed to the calendar <laughs> and it had like a little picture of Joyce Meyer because it was a Joyce Meyer calendar. It wasn't like a big picture. And I was like, I mean, she was like little, she was like two or three. And because I read so many books and she saw that picture, she associated, and, and she would say, what are you reading? I thought, a God book. That's what I would tell her, a God, a book about God. So she associated with that. How much money I've put into that author when yet I have the creator of the universe, the number one manual that I could be investing in. And I wasn't. And it's very easy to do. We think that, and I think the enemy likes them. Oh, it's easier if you just listen to this person. You ain't got to be in the Word. Just listen to this person. Well, that is a human. That's a human. And they're flawed. Okay? And Jesus is not. And I'm not saying you can't ever read other books. But, I mean, I love, I mean, I think that Charles Stanley, I love his books. I think he's a great author. Um, There's lots of books that I've read that are just really, really good books. But they do not need to replace the number one place that I should be. Okay? And I'm real big on podcasts. I've let podcasts replace my time in the Word. I've let podcasts let make me think that, well, at least I'm listening to a podcast. I'm not, I'm not just, you know, wasting my time on just self-help for me to grow in my business. I'm listening to a Christian podcast. Like, almost like that was like doing something for God or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we can be so confused sometimes. Hmm. I'm going to jump over here because I didn't mean to go 30 minutes, but I just got passionate. Oh, I don't know. I got excited. Let me pray for you. Dear Father, thank you. Thank you that we can come to you at any time. Thank you that Jesus has tore that veil that we're allowed to talk to you one-on-one and that you speak to us so clearly through your word and that you speak to us through our heart. Thank you. Thank you for your word. I think about often if we didn't have that, like, if we didn't have that guidance, that comfort, and these stories showing your grace and mercy, showing your compassion, showing your forgiveness towards so many that's messed up before us, and we've done the same thing, but we have your book to show us your grace and mercy. We don't just have to think that this is the end I've messed up and that's it you you can't forgive me you don't love me and and that's just the end of it. we have your word to prove otherwise and I thank you for your word I thank you so much for your word I pray that we honor it this week and that every person listening has a craving to get in your word has a deep deep craving that they do not feel overwhelmed but they feel excited about learning about you that we come to your word to learn about you and not to just get something from you Thank you for Jesus. I thank you for your Holy Spirit that teaches us and that helps our understanding when we're in your word. And I just pray that you just like us just pour a craving on us for it. Father, we know that in these times we have to be in the word. Father, help us to remember that. Convict us to remember that. 
that we need your word. And it's in all your honor, your glory. We praise you and praise you, praise you. You are worthy. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, Closet Confessions with Christina. If this blessed you, would you do me a favor and just leave me a review on the app that you are listening to this podcast on? That would be just such a blessing. And if this blessed you, then share it with your friends and family. Maybe it might help them also. You can find me on all social media platforms at Christina Smith McCulley. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear if this podcast is helping you. It really does encourage me to hear your encouragement, and I appreciate it, and I thank you. Have a great day, friend.